Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. I am so grateful to be back here and excited because, you know, there are just so many things. Whereas if you are playing a game of chess, if you move those pieces strategically and thoughtfully and with intention, you will ultimately win the race based on steadiness and today is about being steady last night you know and throughout the day yesterday you know my podcast went up uh you know fourfold meaning like 1000 plays and i just created that term that's right and and that's my esl podcast not this podcast however this podcast saw a significant jump of uh, let's say 500 plays in one day which is very very rare nothing obviously on the scale of the ESL podcast, but I don't compare my podcast like that, you know? So big shout out to Japan though. I see you guys have finally started to listen to this podcast. I'm so excited about that. But, and, and seeing that my blog went up 670, seeing these people from all around the world ask me about TOEFL ITP, TOEFL ITP, TOEFL ITP. And I realized that, you know, sometimes we want that immediate payback. There's no way in hell that immediate payback would have happened. No way in hell that would have happened if it wasn't for the steadiness and playing the long term. Playing what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, on a routine basis over the course of a half decade and saying to myself, I'm going to continue doing this. Although I don't see immediate impact, I'm going to continue doing this. And to be honest with you, there are a lot of Mickey Mouse entrepreneurs out there, such as Gary Vee. I remember he was sitting down with an African-American girl. And while he was sitting down with her, he was saying, oh, you know, based on how much viewership you actually have, you know, you suck. Or you should stop doing it because you're not, you know, you've been doing it for a year and you're not getting anything. And that has to be the worst piece of advice I've ever heard towards a young child before in my life. And it's very, very disheartening that people actually take after and listen to fools like that. And the reason why I'm saying that is because some people, again, if we look at immediacy, immediacy, it's a drug. And we expect that immediate, it, it really is a drug because if you expect, because drugs, and I don't know anything about this, but when you take it, you're looking for something very immediate, right? However, if we look at the long-term detriments of your body and everything, your relationships, broken. And if we look at immediacy, to be honest with you, as being something that we need, like, immediate, we're never going to, it's kind of like, even with the relationship, if we look at my relationship in general, and to see my relationship in the way it's developed, my girlfriend, she was one of those more immediate people. She was like, oh, well, you know, uh, you, 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 you know, what are we? What are we? What are we? First time we met September. What are we? You know, October, November, December. By the time December rolled around, I was like, listen, we're in a book right now. We're not on the second book. We're in like chapter four, chapter five. I know you want something immediate. And she's like, well, I just don't want to waste my time. What do you mean this is time wasted? We're building right now. What I thought was building, she thought was time wasting because she went that immediate relationship. And if we had done that, 
And if we had even had sex immediately, just as I've done with, with all my relationships inside, you know, uh, you know, back in what, 19 years old, that would have ended up supplanting, falling apart as they always did. And I said, we need to take things slow. And look now, by the time next year rolls around, kid, yeah, marriage, everything. Why? Because we took a big step back by looking at the months and the years of hard work, it ended up leading to an extraordinary payoff. Going back to my personal development journey, I can't just dive into a book and after two weeks, everything's just going to be picture perfect. No, we're talking January fucking 3rd of 2016. And I'm just now seeing the payoff. I don't even know when this payoff is coming from. Like, is it coming from something, an event that happened in 2017, 2018, 2019? I have no idea. But the payoff is beginning to come. And this is what I'm so excited about. Because I realize that a lot of people started New Year's, you know, and maybe it's you, a spouse, you know, having a spouse, having kids, making that lunch every day, month after month, year after year, staying steady, staying consistent. Yet sometimes you don't even get a thank you after creating some of those meals, but you know, with steadiness and doing that over and over and creating that bond, that deep relationship, you know that the payoff is going to be significant. See, being consistent with my blog has led to outstanding results. Being consistent with my ESL podcast has led to outstanding results. Woke up this morning, had a massive package that was bought. Creating courses, writing things down, getting on top of things. I'm on fire right now. Regardless of circumstances, especially that's happening out here in Thailand, although still very good, I know that I'm leading from one to another, and it's absolutely amazing. What you need to start doing today is you need to start giving yourself a greater sense that you're on path, that you're doing the right thing. Going back to that Gary Vee thing, although that she was speaking from her truth and she wanted that Im the immediate results within one year. Listen, do I have any results from this podcast? I don't know. It may be affected, you know, although people aren't following me as my ESL podcast, and I wouldn't expect that no way because my ESL podcast has almost a half a million downloads and I'm barely getting you know, followers right now. However, with this podcast, I don't get much at all 18,000 lifetime downloads as, a pay, as opposed to 422,000 over there on my ESL podcast, only 19,000 here. And you know how long I've been doing this one for? If we add on the other 70,000 from the other, you know, um, the other host, a lot of people would say, man, stop doing that. Why? This is what I love. This is built into my DNA and I got loyalty in my DNA. You got to stop listening and ignore the noise and stop listening to these Mickey Mouse, garbage ass, Gary V type of entrepreneurs who are saying, oh, if you don't get immediate results in one month or one year, you fucking suck shit. You need to go try something new. That is toxic on a level that you just need to stay the fuck away from. See, that mastery over that one month, that one year, that five years is what leads to that fulfillment and staying focused, doing your best and being a good person and impacting people. See, you know, if you're, some people are like so successful, but yet they're so miserable. We're all humans. Some people, I swear, 
they just build success on money. Like, oh, once you become successful, you're you're so happy. Demar, well, what is it? Demar Derozan, he's an NBA superstar, depressed. Robin Williams, depressed, dead. Anthony Bourdain, depressed, dead. All the we're all human. Just because money and doing these things, that doesn't necessarily mean you're providing unbelievable fulfillment. See, Anthony Bourdain literally went to every country in the world and was still so depressed within. You see what I mean? He was steady, but he wasn't steady in all facets of life. He wasn't steady in his mental health. See, what happens is when you become clear of life and you're living in a constant reactive mode, see, you're doing lots of things, but you're just reacting to them. You're just fulfilling another obligation. You're not matching your own and best interest every week. There's no rhythm. And so with all those people, they ended up suffering. They had that ruin feeling. See, we had jobs, things that were on our plate. And the truth is, we still go to set up the day with other people's agendas and in reaction mode, not staying steady to things, not staying true to our word, not staying steady on our mental health, on our health, on our this, that. I was looking at my goddamn body in the in the mirror the other morning. I said, God damn, I'm a motherfucking beast now. <clears throat> just started working out probably just a week before Christmas. One day a week. I don't need to punch it and do it three to four days a week. That's overkill. That's overdrive. I am literally on a consistent, I'm building up consistency. It's always about the marathon. Life is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And to be honest with you, with that working out, did I take breaks throughout the day to release everything? No. See, life is about that and the quality of interactions and the outputs we create. You know, if I look at my old job, you know, just calling at my, uh, what is it, at the dental assisting, oh my God, making phone calls, checking insurances, suctioning saliva out of people's, <laughs> out of people's mouths, you know, I was just like, <clears throat> I just felt out of control, you know? But however, I could have commanded and control how I showed up, but I really didn't. However, we all have that choice though. And even with my job right now, you know, the tutorial job, I go there on Sunday, I have a lot of classes and I know that there's no payoff. I know that I'm not growing as an individual, but I know that at the same time, the lessons and things that I'm teaching and what I'm saying out loud, I'm actually coaching myself throughout the process. And at least that gives me some feedback. And I, I'm able to say, whoa, you know what? Yesterday was a really good day for me because I had so much insight while I was speaking. Those students, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Maybe they take action, maybe they fucking don't. Don't really know, don't really care. But when it comes to me and my life work and what I do on a consistent basis, you know, that's, that's the extraordinary blessing and privilege I had. You know, the first job I ever had, uh, not the first job I ever had, I was like literally just holding up a sign and directing people to their hotels, although it had a huge payoff. But the real first like hard labor job I had, I was carrying paint and furniture. I was getting paid like $4.75 fucking cents an hour. Okay. And that was in America, 2005 my back and everything. I remember in the, the second day I felt my back and I was like, hey, I'm done. This shit ain't for me. 
I ended up doing the furniture, uh, you know, the furniture place. And uh, he's like, hey, OK, we're going to pay you this amount. It was like six dollars. And I was like, oh, my God. And I'm just going to list. I'm just going to lift furniture all day in this hot ass place. And th this is this what my life is. Fuck this garbage. That's not no that machines are going to be doing that. That's autonomy. I just realized that there was more to my life than just lifting fucking furniture. No offense to those who actually lift furniture and stuff like that. Got to make a living. But I just feel like there's so much more, and especially being looked at and treated as a number. Mm -mm, fuck that. Now, if I'm lifting furniture and I can lift it on my own, like I'm like under my own supervision without having people bully me, fantastic. But if people are saying, no, do this, and they're very rude, that is the worst job in the world. Fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourselves. And so I do have that gratitude for what I used to do because it taught me a lot of things about what I wanted to ultimately become. I knew that hard labor and doing the dirty work was nothing. Um, no, my impact was far more significant. Dental assistant was the driver that got me here. But I would, oh my God, I, well, I have, I have, oh, Man, going back to dentalism, no way. Yeah, obviously not because, yeah, you know, I've gone on to bigger passions in my life. But just thinking about it from that perspective, it's terrifying, you know? And so going back to that content creation that I've had for six years, I'm steady in most things, you know? With, you know, with the content creation, with my relationships, the, you know, the, the, the health practices. I always love working out. I'm putting a lot more green into my diet. You know, the friendships. However, I am very, very picky. You know, I'm very steady in the friendships that I've had from the past, you know, and the people who I believe who are fake and believe who, you know, I feel like they're not doing their part. I let them go. I let them go. There's nothing. No, we're, we're not friends. Good luck, good luck and goodbye. And it feels good because knowing that, hey, fantastic and so that big thing is trust you know putting that value into having that hard day of work and asking myself at the end man did I give my best that day you know given that gratitude thinking of the major questions such as man that was a great day of effort and trusting that the future will take care of itself knowing that you planted the seeds today to reap a better tomorrow that's the biggest one. You know, so many people, they have that discouragement and that discouragement just projects it into the future. It's not paying off or it's not paying off fast enough. They want that instant gratification, that immediacy. And that's the biggest problem with the world out there right now. They're like, oh, okay, how to make money, how to make money, how to make money, as if money is bringing you that fulfillment. And yet you're still the same person and you have these fake relationships around you. See, they become disengaged. They stop. They become overwhelmed. They become stressed, you know, and it comes down to just looking at that attitude towards what you believe is important in your life, you know, having that kindness for others and yourself, you know, and I understand not every day is going to be perfect. I told you guys about my shitty Friday. Right. I told you guys about my shitty Sunday. No, no. Sunday was actually phenomenal until obviously I told you guys about the, the you know, the, the tops of this country being the biggest fucking cunts in the world. Right. But at the same time, I'm still asking myself and telling myself, 
in turmoil and in chaos, I'm still able to show up and lay my head down, okay, at night and say, wow, I trusted that I gave myself today my best. And I know that the universe will open you doors and opportunities for me in the future. I know that I'm following the plan and that I'm working the plan and that that continual and steady self-improvement is going to even, it's going to allow me to grow even more into the future. You know, abundance is appearing and, you know, more health, more relationships, more opportunities, that grateful, that striving. See, you got to understand that you're a faithful warrior and you get that choice every day. See, the future holds absolute good things for you. You're far better than one could imagine, right? And so it's not like, you know, you know, if you think about it, every single day, 200 people die. I'm sorry, not 200 people, 200,000 people die. And guess what? You're listening to this podcast right now. 200,000 people did not wake up today, but you did. That's a blessing. See, each day you learn and before you enter, you need to just be able to release those appointments of those challenges and those things, the tension, the discouragement, the drama. Release, release, release. Whether it's through a mantra, whether it's through you know meditation, whatever it may be. Sometimes I carried, you know, uh, whatever had happened on Friday with the stupidity into my Saturday. And someone who had just one mere false opinion, he ended up having real estate in my mind for the next 48 hours. And he didn't even know, but I gave it to him. I gave him my peace of mind. See, that's not good. You got to be able to use that release technique and not project what happened that day into your next day. So again, me getting so upset and allowing myself to get distracted, got to be able to release it, that that, that disappointment. You got to become more steady, whether it's going on a long walk, right? And sometimes when you're going on that long walk, you pick up the holders of discouragement and disappointment and you just, (sighs) you let all of it go. Those are just like emotional boulders, right? Got to show up with that release spirit. So again, it's a choice that you get to make every single day. Find your freedom, whatever time of day it is, and be able to let it all go. Learn to release and maintain that steady because that steady is going to make all the difference in the world. Now, some of you are always under, all, you just want that immediate money. You want the immediate this, you want the immediate that. But are you growing as an individual so you're prepared for that specific moment? That's it right there. Les Brown always said, you know, it's better to be prepared for the moment or prepare for the opportunity. So when the opportunity comes, you're prepared rather than being not prepared. And so when the opportunity does come, you're finished. Does that make sense? And so are you ready? Are you prepared? Are you building yourself every single day? So when that opportunity does come, you're ready. And that's what I do every day. The more I grow, the more opportunities come. And guess what? I grew in terms of my own personal development. And when the opportunity came, my girlfriend came. And now look, now look, that couldn't have happened if I didn't grow before. And I cannot stress enough that the growing and the process of you growing throughout all of this is far more important than the dream. 
So be steady, people. I'm your host as always, over and out.